beat the Lakers again, and we didn't just beat them. We handled them. Of course, they were shorthanded, but AD was dominating in the first half. Lowry Markkinen was struggling to stay in front of him, and something must have been said at halftime by Coach Hardy because Lowry came out the second half and just took it to him. It's it's like he was no longer scared. It's almost almost as if he was starstruck a little bit in the first half. I really loved when Olenek was guarding Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook just didn't drive at all. I think he knew that Olenek would take a charge on him. And then THT, man. THT, I feel like, really came out of his shell last night. Obviously, he had a decent game against the Lakers last time, but being in front of the home crowd and getting some of those monster dunks, I feel like the crowd unleashed him a bit last night. And if you join the pregame, we uh, we talk about it a little bit. Who's going to be the next point guard? Uh, kind of feels like Sexton is there and learning, but between like THT and Nah, uh, I kind of like THT more. Just his body, his length. Um, his ability to score. He was defending Westbrook at times last night. Nothing against Nah. I think Nah has his times and his matchups where he's going to be in the game. But once we get rid of Mike Conley, which is kind of a sad thing to say now because he's having such a great year. And um, he's, he's teaching Sexton so many things, I feel like. Uh, I know Holly Rowe said there was a point during the game last night where Sexton looked over at them and said, see, I'm passing the ball. Uh, so it, it's an emphasis of, of his to not be a black hole. And honestly, that's kind of what he was in, in the beginning of the season, Colin Sexton. He, he just was looking to score. He's, he is getting a lot better at passing and finding the flow of the game. And he attributes that to Mike Conley and, Frankly, so do I. Uh, I think, obviously, Coach House, but Coach has so many other things that he's looking at that if you can have a point guard like Mike Conley kind of teach the position to a young guy like Sexton and Taylor Horton Tucker, it's so invaluable. Um, I want to throw a crazy idea out there, and maybe you guys can tweet me. We usually do these live, but I was running on fumes last night with the, that late start, and then we did the podcast with the Trolls uh, on the L.A. Clippers game. I was just exhausted, and so I'm, I'm recording this while going to work. If you're wondering about the sound quality, I'm, I'm recording through AirPods. I wanted to at least get something out there on beating the L.A. Lakers because it's so joyous. <laughs> Uh, I hopped on a Twitter space with Laker fans last night as I was laying down because I didn't have to talk or anything. And I can't tell you how mad these fans are. They are 
so mad at they're they're just pointing the finger at everybody. Rob Polinka, Jeannie Bus, the coach, LeBron, A D, and quite frankly, they should be because they're really nervous that they're gonna get a really good pick this year and it's gonna go to the New Orleans Pelicans. So they're in a, a place where it's like, look, we, we don't even want a championship. We just want to make it to the playoffs or not be one of the bottom teams so that we give our pick away to the New Orleans Pelicans. And it brings a little bit of joy to my heart. As dark and uh, twisted as that sounds, I, I like seeing Lakers fans not, not be on top of the world. Because they're, they're so annoying. <laughs> and the Lakers franchise, like, you guys have so many championships. You, you don't even understand what being close and, and not being able to buy whatever player you want and being in a hot market is like. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of fun listening to them. Uh, just It was called Lakers Show Vet Session. And they were venting. I mean, they they were not holding back. Um, so the Jazz, I really feel just we. What excuse are we going to make for this team now? That they're nine and three, they're top the Western Conference right now, and they just keep winning. Like they put up what one hundred and forty something points last night. Yeah, it's against a shorthanded Lakers, but come on. Like, that's a lot of points. This team can score offensively. Maybe defensively we're not the best team, but we do. Uh, we, we are atop the league, I believe, second in steals. So that's got to account for something because steals usually lead to fast break points. I would say at least half the time. And uh, we were talking a little bit last night pregame and talking about how this this LA game might be a trap game it's like guys these guys are young they're hungry they're having fun uh I, I don't see any game a trap game now we've got a really good test coming up with the Atlanta Hawks um they're playing well I know that Trey Young was out last night and they beat the Milwaukee Bucks for the their first loss of the season. So it'll be interesting whether Trey Young plays. I believe it's Wednesday, tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, Jazz go on a little bit of a road trip here. So it'll be a good test for us to to play some Eastern Conference teams that are good because we've taken down some, some Western Conference teams that are good. And I kind of like to use the analogy with this Jazz team because everyone's saying they're tired or, you know, I think we're so used to last year's team that we're almost making excuses for this team and giving ourselves a reason that if they lose, that we'll be okay. Like we're protecting our heart because we were so damaged in our relationship last year and the team was torn apart. And quite frankly, I think a lot of fans love the team. Um, 
Yeah, I, I loved I loved a lot of players. Except, what, really, when Joe Ingles got traded, it, it all just fell apart after that. I think he was holding the locker room together. And my grandpa even said it. Uh, that's not good when the Jazz traded Joe Ingles. And I, I miss Joe Ingles. I miss Bojan. Um, I miss parts of Rudy, but seeing how he's playing in Minnesota makes you think more and more that he might be the problem that we had. We overpaid him. And then Donovan, it, you can't help but feel like he he just wasn't trying the last few years. The way that he is playing in Cleveland, I think, is what we all thought he could be, and he never became. This is... To me, his best season, apart from his rookie year, his rookie year was really my favorite season, um, partly because Gordon Hayward left, and he kind of kind of gave us hope again. But back to the Jazz game last night. Fontecchio got in. I was really eager to see him play. I just uh, – he's a shooter for sure, and – and I think he's one that just will pull the trigger. Like, he feels he can make everything, but there's a slight doubt in his mind or hesitancy if that's the right play, which is probably the right way to play in the NBA considering it's his first year here. Um, I know in Italy, in EuroLeague, he was the guy. And when he got the ball, it was just he probably had the green light shot and quite frankly he he made a lot of shots and scored a lot of points doing that but it's it's an adjustment here and last night made me feel that he might not he might not grasp it um i think he's one that that needs to go down to the g league and just for the simple fact to to be able to transition from Italy to America. He needs to get his confidence going. He can score at will probably in the G League. And then bring him back up. Let him develop a little down there and get his confidence rolling. Um, Because he can shoot deep threes. Like This guy can score. And I believe we can use him with a bigger body on defense at times. Um... I feel like he, maybe maybe I'm too fond of him already, but I, I watched him in EuroLeague, and I just think this guy is going to have a point in this season where we really see what he's capable of. I believe THT is getting there. I think we saw it last night, and we got to keep his confidence rolling. Um, I, w- I would dare to say, and I, I was like this before the beginning of the season that I thought THT was the better pick over um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. And really depends on matchups, if you need a bigger body or somebody gets quicker and faster. But that's the beauty of this, this roster that we have, <clears throat> is there's so many different options as far as lineups that Coach Hardy is smart enough to make those adjustments and and he makes them quick and he he is really good at it um he's really good at knowing what to do next uh walker kessler guarded ad 
for a bit last night, which I, I think helped. We really miss Vando guarding him. Um, but I tweeted out around right before the half, the AD is going to wear down. And that could have also been part of the game plan is, hey, we'll, we'll let we'll let AD score, you know, 20 points in the first half, whatever it was. And uh, he wasn't even he, – he was questionable before the game. So you got to think, hey, if he's sore or he – isn't full strength tonight, let him go off for a little bit and he's going to give up, <laughs> which he did. And and that's the knock on AD is he just mentally is not strong enough. He, he is so gifted. The dude is huge, can dribble. I mean, he's so gifted and mentally he just, he cannot push through things and stay competitive for a full game or a full season. And which leads me back to the the championship of the Lakers in the bubble. I really would love to start a debate. I know that's years ago, but if the Lakers have to go and travel on the road and be in different environments, do they win that championship? I'm not sure. And I remember that year, a lot of ESPN and sports guys saying, oh, there's going to be an asterisk on this championship. Eh, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't want to do that because if the Jazz won it, you know, I would I would tout that championship for the rest of my life. But I, I just don't think that that team was mentally strong enough. And I, I believe the bubble was to their advantage. They won it. We'll give you credit. Um but yeah, it's it's like Lakers fans are so quick to switch on LeBron and AD that did win them a championship, and now they want LeBron gone, which is understandable. They think AD is going to leave as soon as LeBron's gone, which is probably going to happen. They really want the Miles Turner and the Buddy Hill trade to go down, which Miles Turner scored thirty-seven points last night, and uh, I I think it's a great trade for the Lakers. If it, quite frankly, I would like to see the Jazz somehow make a trade with them. I don't know what they could pull off, but I would I would love Lonnie Walker on the Jazz. I think he would be a great fit as far as a point guard. Um, that would probably mean giving up Mike Conley, though. And truthfully, I don't know if if Danny Ainge and the front office want to break up any part of this team now the way that they're playing. Yeah, maybe they expected them to win win games and be competitive. But I don't think anybody, not even the coach, not even Danny Ainge, anyone in the organization, fans, thought that we would be playing this well, this early, and – really have a shot at the playoff. Like, yeah, I, I think this is a playoff team. And some people might say, oh, it's early, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but th- the way that this team plays and the way that the national media is recognizing them and saying they're they're really hooping, they're, they're playing good basketball, they are playing good basketball. And it's a bunch of guys 
that are good, not great or dominant, but are good. And it's not just one or two players or three players. It's, it's a team effort. And really, I think our strength is when our second unit comes in and their second unit comes in, we're just so much better. And that's when we t- kind of take over the game. It feels like the rotation is getting a little bit more slim and Coach Hardy's finding who he likes in certain situations. I, I can't stand Rudy Gay any longer. And I think a lot of Jazz fans feel that way. It is so hard to watch him come on the court. His body language, you can just, he doesn't want to be there. And there was a point in last night's game when he, you know, the camera was on LeBron and something happened and LeBron started smiling. I thought it was like smiling at AD or something because they're, they're kind of weird like that. But uh, he, he was talking to Rudy Gay and Rudy Gay's over there dapping him up like he wants to be on the Lakers. And that would be a trade that I'd be okay with. Give Rudy Gay for anything on the Lakers Uh, because he doesn't want to be here, which is is weird because I feel like Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson definitely want to be here. They might feel, hey, we could get a championship, maybe not this year, but if we get a few more picks, you know, we could do this. And Mike Conley, I believe, is 35, but – He's having a great year, and I feel like if we could get him for cheap, um, he might he might stick around. He might get be a good guy to keep around. So that's my only bone to pick, really, with anyone on the roster is Rudy Gay. It's just he's not trying. There's a loose ball. It might have been the, the Clippers game where it's like could have easily dove and got it, but he just – he didn't even want to dive. It's just stuff like that that drives me nuts. His shots, like he'll throw them up. He'll make some. He'll miss some. But it doesn't even look like he's focused on his shots. Uh, there was a rebound last night where he easily could have got it. Um, there was a guy that came from behind him. He didn't even jump off the ground to get the rebound. He didn't even jump off the ground. Didn't try. And... I think that the longer we keep him, at, at this point, I would just, I would just buy him out. I just say, hey, we're moving on. Go do, you know, go choose whatever team you want that will sign you. We don't even need to trade him he, because as the season goes along and he doesn't play more, or he, I feel like coach has almost given him um, minutes, feeling obligated to give him minutes because he's he's a veteran. But we got to play these other guys. Ochai should have been playing over him or Fontecchio. They give you more energy. It's the direction we're going. It just makes sense. It, it makes no sense why we're playing Rudy Gay. He His attitude's bad. He doesn't want to be here. Just buy the guy out. Just buy the guy out if you can't find a trade for him. And... I think if they can't trade him by the trade deadline, that'll happen. Um, just because he could be cancer as the season moves on. So I just pulled into work. I, I have many more thoughts. It's it's not as fun recording this in the car because I can't sit and look at my phone and pull stats up. But I wanted to get this out to celebrate with the Jazz fans. Um, the win over the Los Angeles Lakers, it's 
always, always, always a good day when that happens. And uh, thanks for listening to Jasketball. If you could leave a review, wherever you're listening, it'll help this podcast grow. We're really starting to take off on Twitter. Every game day, 30 minutes before tip-off, we do a Twitter space with Jazz fans. Uh, It's growing every single game. I think people are starting to hear about it. And then after we do post-game, I let Jazz fans speak through Twitter. It's always fun to hear from you guys. Uh, You know, it gets, I feel like it gets monotonous listening to the same voice over and over and with sports, it's like, you know, it, it's it's sometimes a lot of the same stuff as far as stats and whatnot. So the the beauty of this podcast is the reactions and the fans getting involved because everyone has a voice. And I remember thinking years ago, man, I wish that I could just get on and kind of vent, right? Like whether it's a win or a loss, you need to just vent and get that energy out uh, because you're so invested in in this team. And it's fun right now. It's extremely fun. It gives me a little bit extra juice throughout the day, uh, just knowing that the Jazz are doing good. So follow us on Twitter, at Jaskyball. We do have an Instagram. Uh, I'm not as active on that, at Jaskyball. Jaskyball.com. I'm trying to get some shirts made up. 